Yo, uh, we're back, but I feel like I've been saying we're back for like five episodes. So y'all know we've been back, but we're here now. But we're back, like we're back us, us. We're yeah, we're back for another for another episode. We're back, and it's just us this time. No, no guests, because I think y'all like us better. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, nah. No more guests for the rest. Of yeah, no more guests for the rest. Of- <laughs> Uh, <laughs> fuck this! I don't want this treatment. <laughs> oh man, I just ruined everything. And, and we're back from the very first beginning of the intro. Um, nah, man. So how's everyone doing? Just wanted to ask quickly. I'm doing pretty good. It's a good. It's a beautiful day. It's chilly outside. I'm so happy that it's chilly outside. You know, Kenny, it's, it's, I'm glad you said that. It's a beautiful day. Stay inside and do the homework we didn't do all week. Dude, that's so true. I literally, today, okay, so I had an assignment for one of my classes. I was like, I don't know when this is due. And I look at it, and it's due tonight, and I haven't even started. So it's... I feel your pain, bro. You I got to get started. I mean, I definitely do got it. It's like, <laughs> but that just hurts. I, I was hoping it was going to be due, like, before class, but it's not, so. Yeah, man. What are you going to so, do? Yeah, and then when, I mean, we're recording this at the tail end of Halloween weekend, so... You know, anytime there's a holiday, you just don't feel like doing anything. You just don't, dude. It's you just like, want to get drunk. Yeah, honestly. Honestly, which is something that we didn't do. Obviously, no, we're responsible human beings. Of course. Which yeah. uh, which which takes me into something that I, that I wanted to mention earlier, and I did mention it to Roger, right? So I'm thinking about making a second Twitter account, y'all. Like, you know, whenever I say that, people think I'm saying I'm 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 a I'm a put out a burner and just trash talk everyone I know right and then just only allow certain people to see those thoughts or a burner where I just kind of like cry but that's not really my intentions I don't know man like I, I got I got a few professional people with like network for like network opportunities that follow me on Twitter and it makes me feel like it makes me feel kind of fake because I feel like I can't post some of the stuff I want to post you know oh, that's so- that's how I kind of feel sometimes too on my Twitter. Because like you know, I I'll like say anything on my Twitter. I don't give a fuck. You be you be posting frogs. I be posting frogs. Yeah. Frogs. Wait, when's the last time I posted a frog? <laughs> I don't know. I just I just think about your Twitter account. The first thing that comes to mind is a frog. I used there was a time where I did post a lot of frogs. Okay. Yeah. So it because I I liked frogs quite a bit. It was pretty cool. But I don't know, man. I think you should do, make a burner account. I mean, if you're worried about like the connections and everything, it's definitely better to have a burner for that because they they will watch you. I know, I know, but I don't know. But I feel like it's kind of dis- disingenuous to who I am, you know? Because these 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 like network and industry people gotta accept me for who I am. Not, I not, that, not, but like bro, you have to understand too, though. Like uh-huh. you have you have to take into consideration your end goal because it's kind of like the Mongols. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the when the Mongols when the when, when Genghis Khan first got ambushed. By like a foreign Mongolian army, he didn't fight because he knew he was gonna lose. He was like, "All right, I'll let you have it," and then he just planned and came back. Like sometimes you gotta put down some stuff for the larger plan. It's not being fake if you do that. You know, it's like if you got a bigger goal in mind, sometimes that bigger goal is more important than being real at the moment. And you can be real once you achieve it, but it's like you so, just can't do it. Unless- so he's basically telling me to suppress everything and then once I get once I make it become Elon Musk on Twitter and just not care at all about what anyone says. I'm not, I'm not saying to do that. I'm just saying <laughs> how how important is your, are your goals to you? That is true. I mean I mean I, I need I need a I need a job and I need to support a lifestyle that I want. So I, I mean bro we're cheering you can you could you can do that being like crazy on Twitter. You can definitely do that. It's like 
but is that the kind of job and is that kind of, is, is that the way you want to sustain your life i mean if you want to have an easier job doing that then probably not but if you yeah. don't care like you'll, you'll always find something no that there's is. never going to be like a job that's like that's oh nobody wants to hire you because your twitter's <laughs> fucked up <laughs> like, i don't know man i don't know i feel like there is somewhere i mean there are definitely a few people but it's not going to be everybody yeah for sure for sure yeah, so I'll make I'll make an account, and none of y'all listeners can follow it because I just want to keep my people in it. For sure, hey, you follow I've been where your people. Let's nah, go. for sure, and and y'all y'all not missing out on much. It's just Drake lyrics. Hey, bro, <laughs> Drake lyrics. Honestly, I I would say Drake is like a modern Shakespeare. A modern Shakespeare? <laughs> Why? Like, like, like he speaks to us. He does. He's the voice of like the young generation, bro. Bro, he killed X. Oh my god! <laughs> wait, he act- oh wait, yeah, dude. He said triple X, shoot below the net. He, oh my he definitely god! Cut- he killed him, bro. He killed him. Hey, R.I.P. X, man. I'm fucking. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't. I don't. Do y'all remember what all that cons- well, I, well, Ivan, do you remember what all that conspiracy? Yeah, like? and it was, and it was like y'all really think this man cares, like cares enough to get a little eighteen year old shot, bro? Like, he stole his flow on stage. He said that, and that's and that's a death sentence. Yeah, bro. Because X came up with it, and he's like, nah, I can't, I can't let somebody else be this clean. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, rest to his brand, bro. Rest to his brand. You have to take them out. No, nah, but I do. I do have a conspiracy theory that most of these like musicians are doing some very shady things. You know. You have to be. Did, did y'all see the uh, Joe Rogan and Yay uh, podcast? I need to watch that. All right. See, the thing is, no matter what Kanye says, even if he has the right intentions, people are gonna eat him up for it. So I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like he was all right. Like I mean, he monologued a lot, but like. It was kind of funny watching him. He, um, he was getting very close to like, you know, like the rich get richer and the poor get poorer and all this shit, like in like class inequality and all this stuff. But then he would just like build it in at the very end with like, so God told me to build this compound, you know, it's like, oh man, like you were so close. Yeah, no, I, it's because it's because I mean, I mean, I mean, Kanye West, I expected better from him. Overall, I mean, his first album, he was all like, he's all like, yeah, my mom was like a Black Panther, you know, we did that stuff. And like, I lived through it. Like, I lived through riots and stuff like that. And then he goes and does all this just mess that he's been doing for the last two years or whatever, ruining his reputation and everything. And apparently now he found God, but he just uses that as a weird justification to do whatever he wants. I bet you he walks into the bank and goes like, I need a $50 million loan. And they're going to be like, all right, fill out this sheet with all like the account balances and reasons why you need to do it. He's going to be like, God. God. God yeah. is my collateral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly. And it's just, it's just weird. like, I don't know. His collateral is God and Kim Kardashian. Right. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty good collateral. And, but, but I mean, if we get to the seriousness of it, I want to see, I want to know why people are so, you know, on Twitter, on the internet, people seem to care a lot about mental health for like the last six years, not six, maybe four years, right? But four I think, years? I think it's been like really the past two. Okay. Maybe, two yeah. Really, maybe, maybe, maybe the past two. But I, I want to know why, you know, it is that, I think I know why, but. I think I find it really interesting that I, we see a man who I think is going through a ton of mental instability, right? Who obviously needs help, but all the internet wants to do is make fun of him or 
or make him into a villain, right? Because I, I think a lot of the things he says and a lot of the things he spews out are, you know, a product of the things that has happened to him recently in his life. And people don't want to help him. They just want to make fun of him and things like that. But I mean, I think it's kind of like representative of like the internet at large because like that's kind of always been the core of the internet. I don't know how long you guys have been online, but I definitely consider myself as like sort of a netizen. Because like ever since I was a kid, I've been on the internet. My my, my parents didn't let me go outside, so yeah, I've been. Mean, and so like like being in like seeing all these communities from afar and looking at all like different you know online spheres work. It's always like you have the people that are straight up trolls, or that you have the people that seem like they care. But like I feel like nobody truly actually ever empathizes with you. It's only ever for like an agenda. Nobody actually I feel like. I mean, you have people every here and there that will care. Like, you'll find a cool person on the internet and you'll, like, vibe with them. But, like, these larger communities of people, like, once you have, like, a community of, like, I feel like more than, like, 10 people or 50 people, it becomes groupthink. Like, there is no, like, you care about people at that point. It's you care about some sort of larger agenda. Mm. And I feel like with mental health, it's not – I feel like it's become so large that now, like it, – it's not so much just about mental health, but it's about like what can you achieve now with this large group of people advocating mm. for mental health. And since Kanye says a lot of things that don't sit right with people, and it doesn't fit into like their little like agenda or whatever they're trying mm. to do, they don't try to help him. They just make they ostracize and make fun of him. Yeah. And I feel like they would help him if maybe he was like if he fell in line with a lot of the shit they want him to do. But that's why I admire Kanye so much because like he he does what he fucking wants and he doesn't care about what anybody says and. Mm that's really admirable to me because it's like, that's really hard to come by these days, you know? No, nah, I mean, see, but the thing is he has a safety net, right? Because yeah, I mean, he, has, he, has, he has all this money so he can say and do what he wants. Yeah, yeah, but like, okay, but we, we can't like act like money is the end all be all, right? Like you can be a billionaire, but like that doesn't mean you're still going to act like a shithead because if you act like a shithead, mm. I mean, you're going to lose all your social connections. You're still a human being. And even if you have all that money and like people want to be around you with your, for your money, I mean, it's, I don't know, man. It's cause, it's cause I think, I, I think like you said, that group, that, I think that group thing is going to overpower that. I think as long as you get a community that's going to follow you no matter what, mm-hmm. they're just going to, they're just going to go for it. They're going to say, hmm, why not? And I mean, at that point it becomes kind Against of like, or for right? him. Uh, either way. Okay. You know, I I, th- I think I think once you become a once you become a figure that like is on one side, like that people hate you, that there are going to be people that love you. Oh, always. Yeah, yeah always. like 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 they're, you're not just going to be on one side. And so with, with Kanye, you know, he has enough money, he has enough power, or whatever, he has enough classic albums, classic hits that people are just going to be like, I'm rocking with him till the end. Like people are still voting in for Kanye. Okay, that's, that's crazy. Pretty, that's crazy. that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's... I, I remember I, I saw that and I was like, why? Why? I mean, I don't know. People want to meme. People want to just meme and they want to be funny. But yeah, I mean, it, I it makes me know. sad though, because I mean, th- this this affects other people's livelihood and well being, right? Of course. I mean, but even before, dude, like during in 2016, like I remember, I, I don't know if you've seen that video, there was a girl who voted for Donald Trump as a joke. Like people have been doing this bullshit. People are gonna always do it because they don't understand the importance of like voting. They well, just it, think it's like yeah, because it's it's because of that 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 p word that's a buzzword nowadays, right? They're privileged. Yeah, they're privileged. Yeah. Which it doesn't it doesn't matter to them who they vote for. Yeah, for sure. they'll, they'll just waste it away. Yeah, yeah. It's really sad because there are like millions of people that like can't vote, but they're like we would if we could. 
Yeah. You're over here wasting yours. Yeah. But back to Kanye, man. I, I don't know. I, I really, I just think like the whole situation is kind of fucked. I think he's created a situation where it's kind of like he, he not only do I feel like he wants to kind of just do his thing, but he almost has to just do it. Because if he goes back or like falters at all, man, I don't, that's not going to be good. Like, I feel like his superpower and his mental health, like he always says, is not just his mental health, but being like, this is just what I am. Mm. And like, if I go back, like, I'm poking holes in my ship and he's going to sink, which is like, that's it. But that's the story for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he just embraces it to the fullest extent. He's like, yeah, I'm so fucked up. It doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> like, people are going to love me no matter what. I mean, I mean, he did it and made one of the greatest songs I ever heard in Runaway. Yeah. Like, he's all like, yeah, I'm yeah. fucked up, you know? I'm an asshole. I'm a douchebag. But that's me. <laughs> yeah. you, you can run away. And I was like, damn, this is hard. As soon as yeah. the violins came in, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but it's true. And that's that's another thing. It's not like he's – he's. that's the kind of thing that – I find it really interesting. He doesn't hold anybody like hostage. He's not like you guys have to listen. He's not like pushing it. He's just like, I'm here. You guys are turning on the television. You guys are turning on the radio. You guys are firing up Spotify or title or whatever to listen to my shit. And it's just like, you're coming to me. You don't have to do that. Yeah. And that's what the people do. And, and he mentioned title, so shout out to title, man. They actually pay their art. I mean, they don't pay the artists what they're worth, but they're they're closer to paying the artists what they're worth. And they're the only platform I know of that actually shows you all the data. It shows you who wrote the song, the production team, down to the person that designed the cover and the person who shot the cover. Like it, it's insane. And, pe- and people, what's up? Yeah. And like people like that live off of like their name. That's what they live off of. It's their brand and yep. whatever. So they need to have their name out there. And shout out to Title because they they're, they're just getting it right. You know, Spotify and all that doesn't help you. Yeah. I, uh, that's one thing I really like about what Ye has done. It's like, um, trying to bring light to, um, like how the fucked up the music industry is and like all the contracts are super fucked and all that. Yeah, man. And, uh, no, I, it's like a farm. Uh, no, it, it is. And I mean, I, I remember, I think it was a couple months ago, he was talking about like, I want to get everyone off of their major level contract or whatever. And I remember he even said, he was like, I even want to get Taylor Swift off. I want to help her with her thing. Cause you know, Scooter Braun brought Taylor Swift's masters and Scooter Braun and Taylor Swift have a very public feud and things like that to the point which Taylor doesn't really profit off of her previous work before folklore or before lover. I think is it because she's indebted to them or is it just a contract? It's that she it's, signed? It's, it's, a, it? it's a contract that she signed. Right. So you, you, you signed to these, these major label deals or well, hers was an independent, but either way, well, I understand, but I'm saying, like, don't usually in the deals, don't you get, like, a cut? Like, even though it's really shitty, don't you still get a cut of, like, the revenue? No, you get a cut of the revenue, right? So but why you is she getting but you nothing? Don't own the, but you don't own the, because the way that they restructured or whatever, you know, the, the, the big machine label, it, like, it, it's gone, you know? Mm-hmm. It, like, sold off or whatever, and so they, they, re, re, they redid it or something or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, she's getting she's getting very little off of it. I, I, yeah, I shouldn't have said enough. She's getting very very little off. Oh, of it. okay. To, still, still yeah, yeah, yeah. To the to the point which like she was like, yeah, I'm, I can re-record them, and I might even just re-record them and re-release them. And you guys listen to the new album, to the new recordings. It'll be the same thing, but just listen to the new ones instead of the old ones, because then that way I actually get paid. Right. And um, right. but yeah, I mean that's, that's what I think is I mean these these record label industry these record labels. They'll give you a lawyer that they hire to work for them, 
but represent you. And they'll be like, yeah, this is a great contract. Go ahead, sign it. Go ahead, sign it. You're signing away your rights. It's industry standard, bro. Oh, I hate the word. (laughs) No, but I hate the word industry standard. Why is this the standard? Well, I mean, it makes but like, okay, for I think I feel like I can answer that. Like, I feel like the industry standard makes sense because at a time you couldn't do anything without industry, right? Like, if you wanted access to all the markets and everything, you had to go through industry because there was no internet. Like, you just had networks of people that had money and that had the tools and the the infrastructure to make your dream happen. But like, as soon as we entered the internet age, or at least the age of streaming, like that's when the industry standard kind of started crumbling away and they started freaking out because they're like, shit, like. These kids are literally going on SoundCloud and just like posting their music and making money. And like, where are we in this equation? Like, how do we profit? And then that's how you get like all these like clones, like ice, like what, like icy whatever, or like weird like fucking SoundCloud rappers with like cotton candy hair talking about bullshit. It's like, dude, you're such an industry plant. Like, there's no yeah. way. But, like, <laughs> and and I, <laughs> I mean, they changed that industry standard into being instead of them owning your music, now they own you. Yeah. Right. No, now they have these 360 deals created by freaking Lior Cohen. And he says, okay, I own your music and I own all the merch you sell and I own your touring and I own your image. It's just like they use them as like tools. That's that's exactly to these poor like 16 year old kids that are maybe had nothing before. And now they're all like, oh my God, I get, I get a million dollars in advance. But that's, but actually that's not bad because I feel like like one of the best people, one of the people who got off the best in the music industry going through like record deals is Lil Pump because he signed a record label before he turned 18. Okay, yeah, so yeah. after he turned 18, it invalidated the, the yeah. contract he signed. Yeah. He became like the richest artist at the time. He's like, yeah, he yeah. owns all those things that his record label gave him. They his, fucked up. Yeah, his is actually good. I don't know how much his masters are worth anymore. He kind of lost all of the steam he had. And, <laughs> yeah, spent, he, he's... And, he recently came out as being a huge Trump supporter, so yeah, he's, he's probably like, going to lose even more. He's like, fuck Joe Biden, Donald Trump. I was like, okay. No, because like, no, it, it's amazing, man. <clears throat> like, when was it? As, as, soon as, uh, as soon as Joe dropped his plan for taxing, right? Mm-hmm. He said, I, 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 think, I think they said, they, they dropped the numbers. It was a Twitter image on for a while. And they dropped the numbers about his, his tax plan in New York. For anyone that made over 400K, it was like, you're going to be taxed at 63% of your income. Like, as soon as that happened, 50 Cent, Ice Cube, Lil Wayne, Lil, Wayne, Lil Pump. I, I shouldn't mention Lil Pump with those legends, but it happened. They were all like, man, I'm voting for Trump. Fuck this shit. I don't want to get taxed at this rate. And I'm all yeah. like, wow. Wow, it's like, like it makes sense because Fifty Cent is broke. <laughs> hey, hey, then you should have nothing to worry about. Yeah, to worry about. It's hard yeah. to um. Well, it's it's like because you're trying to get these people to vote against their own best interests. So, like, if someone's actually rich, like, sure, it makes sense for them to vote Republican every time. But like, I don't know. There's a lot of people who aren't voting in their own best interest, and they are voting for Trump. You know. That's kind of the thing that really upsets me about like them coming out and speaking because it's like I've seen so many Republicans and conservatives like point to them as like, look, fellow black people voting for the Republican (laughs) Party. And I'm like, dude, they're like so like stratified from like the average black person. Like, what do you even mean? Like the average black person is not like a millionaire rapper talking about fucking bitches and driving like 
You know, like it's it's just not that this is not what the average black man is doing. Like the average black person is a working class person who like doesn't really it's not gonna be impacted by like the tax and shit like that. It's like uh, what the fuck? Yeah, they, they just start using them like crazy. I remember I remember as soon as the Lil Wayne news dropped, I think it was on Friday, there were all, all the all the conservative Republican like <laughs> Twitter accounts that are like, yeah, we got Wayne. We got Wayne. <laughs> like, like, my favorite song is this. And someone was all like, some, someone on Twitter replied, they were all like, you know, um, I think Trump is talking about people like Wayne when he says he wants to get them out of your neighborhoods and you're over here claiming that he's for you. Like, uh, uh, I'm wasn't it you that gave me the dirty look when I was playing the Carter 3 out of my car and now you love him all of a sudden? Exactly. Like, you know, I, I look, man. Look, man. Okay. I, I grew up, you know, this might just me be me being old school and hating trends and hating the new age and hating the new kids. Old head, bro. You're just an old head. That's true. I am. I am. I, 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 I mentioned it all the time. I, the first question I asked people is, is how old were you when this came out? There's a song playing. But um, I, I, I grew up Southside Fort Worth, man. I grew up around hip hop culture. Heavy, heavy, heavy. I grew up wearing Air Force Ones, man. I had Air Force Ones. Oh, uh, like, back, back back in two thousand back in two thousand five, I had Air Force Ones, man. And I used to get like as as soon as I switched over into like like middle school and started seeing a whole bunch of just upper middle class white people, people out of my tax bracket, they were like, "Man, those shoes are ghetto. What are you wearing?" And now look at them, man. The same people used to clown me for things like that. <laughs> For That's calling me ghetto, white, and I'm just all like, like, okay, where, where were these? I mean, I get, I get, you were young back then, but come on, come trends on. are whack, bro, and that just goes back to kind of just like the the devaluing of anything that just comes out of like black culture. Like anytime like black people produce something or black people have some kind of thing, it's always just like you bring that out into the wider society, and they're just like. That's so ghetto, or like that's so it, it, like it's like what the fuck? Like you're gonna be doing this shit yeah. a couple years from now. Yeah, j- like, just just wait till Virgil Abloh puts this on an off white shirt, right? And they'll go nuts, bro. Like fucking <laughs> ne- Nigo when fucking Nigo puts this on in one of yeah, the main shirts, yeah. like that's crazy. It's like bro, they they've been doing that. <laughs> like I I remember I remember one time like I remember I I, I bought I bought Jordans Jordan sixes Pistons. If you guys are sneakerheads, anyone out there. I bought them, and the next day I had class. I was mad hyped to wear them. The next day I had, I had theater class, and I love theater class. Shout out to Norma Burks. Um, <laughs> shout out, <laughs> yeah, shout out Norma Burks. She's out there, man. Um, but I, I was I was playing like a like a shady character. You know, I was supposed to be arrested by the police for whatever reason in, in whatever play we were doing, right? And someone looked over and said, "Damn, you bought those shoes to be in costume." I was like, "Damn, that's fucking crazy! Like, what are you talking?" Dude, about? Whoa. Yeah. And like, like, like bro, I just like this. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, yeah, because because I mean, people saw them as ghetto and like just things like that. And like, no, back then I was like, yeah. Back then I was like, I just laugh it off. It's a joke, right? But then now you look at it like, damn, that's crazy. That is insane. Oh, dude, and like. And I don't not not to get like too far into like the racial politics of it all, but like that's kind of the, it ties back into like this this deeper. I was talking about this with my roommate the other day. It was it's like the the existence of like my blackness is almost like that, but it's not with shoes. Like I can't ever take this shit off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if I go outside or something, people see me and like the audacity is man to be black in public. It's just like right. Or like if like if I wear my afro like this, uh-huh. like people see the afro and they're just like, oh, he probably like. 
that that dude's afraid of a job application probably sipping on a 40 ounce at home and like they have all these like preconceived <laughs> notions like they don't ever think i'm just like a well-spoken like individual who like is well read no. and stuff like that they just it, I mean, it's true because I mean, I, I throw on some moccasins and I'm an upstanding citizen, but Kenny has to jump through so many hoops and like just things for bro, him to be an upstanding citizen in society at first glance. I, I just and I, I and I will say like I, I I'm very privileged, like in a lot of different ways, more so than the average black person. But I, I it's just like it doesn't completely like fix everything. Right. Like I, I still remember growing up and like my parents and I didn't understand it until I got older, but my parents would be like telling me like, Oh yeah, like let's go get, you have to get your haircut. And he's like, I don't want to get my haircut. Like I want to grow up my hair. But like in reality, they were just looking out for me because they know like, yeah, like people just, they don't vibe with like, you know, these like young kids growing out there and like looking like the way you want to look like you, like you have to look clean. You have to basically like at home, you can act how you want to act, but in public, you have to act like a white man. Because if you don't act like a white man, you're not crazy. you're not gonna go anywhere. It's crazy. It's it's, it's insane. But the, the whole like that the, the thing with the theater class, how they're like you came in costumes. Like, what was your reaction? When <laughs> well, okay. That? To, to like, be fair, to be fair, you know, I I was the kid that was like I was the kid that would wear like a black hoodie and like like what's it called? Uh, just really baggy pants. I don't I, like I said, I'm an old head, so like that's what right, I did. Right. It's no, like, I, knew, I have friends like that. Yeah, it, yeah it's it's. I, I so I guess people like thought it was like the whole look, and you know, you know, it's not all their fault. You know, it's their fault for trying to for pushing that agenda, but it's also like the media because the media, you know, portrays that kind of image as like ghetto or hood or shady and things like that. Right. So, right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just damn critical thinking skills. Just a little bit. <laughs> just, just think a little just, bit. Just a little bit. I know you're in eighth grade. No, yeah, it was it was eighth grade. I know you're in eighth grade, but just think a little, think a little. Just think think a little. little. We're reading yeah, Shakespeare, I, so you read into this. <laughs> right, right. But I don't know. The middle school is a crazy time though, too. Sheesh. But uh, what else is going on, man? Y'all got any jokes? I'm trying to get a little bit more lighthearted. Jokes. <laughs> I don't know, bro. You got a knock knock. I know one of you guys have a knock. Everybody got a knock knock joke, at least one. Knock knock joke. Bro, I don't have it. I just I just got the the orange one. That's not my <laughs> Tell it, tell it. No, the, I, the orange one. Y'all know the orange one. I don't know it. I was going to act like I don't. <laughs> hey, what's the orange one? I've never heard that before. Oh my god, Rogers! The knock knock. <laughs> Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> Banana. Banana who? Knock knock. Okay. Who's there? Who's there? <laughs> Orange. Orange. Orange, you glad I didn't say banana. <laughs> Man, if y'all could have seen Kenny's. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, it's crazy. No, nah, I, don't, I don't got a. Does anyone have a knock knock joke? Because I just made a fool of myself for 10 yeah, I got a, I got a knock knock joke, but what you got to start it. Knock knock. Who's there? Damn, I hate you. No, I, didn't, I didn't realize where this is going, man. I didn't realize where this is going. Get this far into it. <laughs> oh, man. Does anybody else have any current events they want to talk about outside? Kanye West brought just like a whole tree of like conversation. You can go. Kanye West let's, brings that kind of image with him. He does. Let's let's talk about let's talk about people holding people accountable. Ooh. I want to hear. I want to. I want to hear y'all be accountable for Megan The Stallion. And people aren't gonna like me for this. For Megan The Stallion, Austin. 
Austin, I know you're not in the hip hop community. Megan The Stallion has become the biggest female rapper outside of maybe Nicki Minaj in the last year. Hey, what about Cardi though? She's bigger than Cardi. Cool. Yo, yeah, Megan has to be bigger than Cardi. Bigger than Cardi. Um, because of WAP. Yeah, Austin, I know you've heard WAP, right? Yeah, I watched the Ben Shapiro reading of WAP. That's, oh man, I'm sorry. That's how you got introduced. To yeah, yeah, yeah. wet ass <laughs> pussy. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In a month, uh, wet ass pussy. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, let's uh, let's uh, okay. So you know, all of my timeline loves Megan The Stallion. That's all of my timeline has been pushing for people to stay at home. All of my timeline stayed at home or at least lied about staying at home during Halloween. Guess what Megan the Stallion was doing all Halloween? Oh no, please. <laughs> she was out in the club being mixy. <laughs> and guess what people won't say? What? Guess what people aren't going to do? They're not going to hold her accountable. <laughs> They're not going to hold her accountable for it because they like her. Guess oh. what else? Megan the Stallion is a public health major. Oh my god! Wait, is she actually? Yes, she's educated. No, she's a very educated woman. Yeah, she's very educated. Well, apparently what, not. Like she oh, was out, she <laughs> was out in Atlanta with at least two hundred other people in a club. Shit, dude. But yeah, but just like. Being, do you think like that was her decision or do you think somebody was like, Hey, like you have to do this? Probably not. Right. Like she probably has Me- enough power. Like, I don't the- want to do that. Megan Bro, the you always has- have a decision. Megan the Stallion has the clout to do whatever she wants. She wanted to yeah. leave her 1501 record label contract. And guess what happened? She left, she it. left it. She called up Jay-Z. Oh no. She called up Jay Prince. Oh no. She was gone. Oh God. She called the Titans. She called the rap Titans, and she was gone. The rap so, god. That's that. Uh, this is going to touch Austin a little bit, and I'm sorry if it does, but at least it incites a little bit of commentary. People up and down my timeline were saying, let's not make, or they weren't saying this, but they were saying, <laughs> you should not idolize politicians. I've been saying you shouldn't make politicians into celebrities. But guess what? AOC says anything and they love her. She can get on a stream and they're going to go follow her. What is she doing? She's not better than Saikuno. Uh, <laughs> oh She's not God. better than Mr. Beast. She doesn't have the ultimate meta strats in this game. Ultimate meta strats. Uh, I, I, I just want to know, man. Why, why? Why? I mean, I know why. Yeah, yeah we, we know we, why. We create exceptions for the people we like. But, you know, I'm someone that wants to live in a in a world where he lives without contradiction. So I don't, I try not to do these things. I mean, like you, you just can't like, this is the thing. If everybody stayed true to their convictions, nobody would have friends. Like nobody, I feel like nobody would have like, or at least very little people would have very little like real friends because like to, to maintain a lot of social circles, I feel like you have to be able to like contradict yourself morally at times. And like, I feel like that's why it's so hard to hold accountability to people because it's like when people you love do things that you're like morally against or like against like at a principal level, like, are you really going to kick them to the curb or are you really going to like, all right. right. So so now I have a question. I now have a question. Are we going to be honest on this podcast today? 
Hey, I'm honest every day, so let's do it. What do you guys suppress from the rest of us to keep you guys in our friend circle? Go. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to answer that. Oh, that's a good question. It, I mean, it makes it makes you think about yourself, you know. Because now, now my I bends, bend, I bend bends my bends. <laughs> I'm gonna be at your place every day. Are you kidding me? I'll be a better hey, friend of you than sick. ever. Hey, that's why I didn't say nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't come here. Go ahead, oh, wait. Oh, my bends. Oh, sorry. I'm lying a little bit, but like, I, I bet, I bet it made us think. Like, we actually thought about it for a second. I bet. Yeah. Because I, I, I think, I think Kenny might be right. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, I thought about, but like, I don't know. There's, I guess, like the biggest thing I've suppressed to like keep good, like good vibes going is kind of just like the the pandemic. Like at the at first, at the beginning, I was very against. I was pretty because, like, as you guys, I don't know if you guys know this, but my sister is an at risk person because she used to have cancer, and she's she's better now. She doesn't have cancer anymore. But if she were to get sick, like it'd be awful. And like there, there were people I knew that were still like trying to go out and stuff like that. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't say anything. And I didn't like go out with them, mm. but like, I don't know. I, I definitely like was a lot nicer to them than I would have been to like a stranger if a stranger was telling me about it. And like, that's one thing I kind of felt weird about too. Like, it, I don't know. I was like, I have this principle and I'm kind of like bending it for people that I care about. And I don't like, I, I try not to do that mm. because it's like, if you bend your principles randomly and like, just for people you care about, then it's like, what kind of man does that make you? Yeah. You know? And it's like, or woman or whatever, or woman, you, identify or woman, or woman, or or whatever you identify as. I, I'm just saying man in my case, but like, <laughs> yeah. of course, yeah. whether you're non-binary woman, anything like that. It's just, we love you all. Just listen to us. Right. Bro. Like I agree. Cause like, what is it? I know so many friends like who go to Northgate, right? And because they're friends, I'm like, oh, like, cool, like, have fun. But in my mind, I'm like, bro, you are so dumb. Like, if yeah. if you weren't my friend, Thanks. like, I would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, Thanks. kind of thing. And, like, that's me bending principles. But, like, and honestly, like, the, the more you care about a person, I think, like, the more harsh you should be towards them. Like, exactly. really let's know how you feel. That's, that's why. Like, that's, like, that's not the world we live in. Th- th- this is a little bit off top, but that, I, that's how I am with, like, the teams I support in sports. And people don't under people will be like, man, like, like you're you're a Chelsea fan, but all I see you do is hate on them, and I'm all like, I hate on them because I love them. Like I want them to be a better team. Like that's what I that's what I do. Like I can't be just complacent with us being mediocre, no. you know, things like that. So I was like, nah, I hate them because I love them. You're right. You're I did right. the exact opposite with the Houston Texans, and I just <laughs> drink the Kool Aid every year, and I say, Super Bowl, here we come. Look, man. <laughs> Look, man. Look, man. I last year I saw I was all like playoffs are starting Houston Texas is gonna win the whole thing they ran into Patty Mahomes and I get it it's Patty Mahomes so I was like I'm gonna let it slide next year though I'm not even a Texans fan I was like next year the Texans are, are winning it Deshaun Watson for MVP put money on it do a parlay on all of it do a parlay on Deshaun Watson for MVP Will Fuller for the most receiving yards and receiving touchdowns in the leagues and the Texans winning the league and now they're like what seven and zero or zero and seven. They're all in, they're one and six, I think. Yeah, one and six, some shit like that. <laughs> well, honestly, I mean, I think Bill O'Brien really fucked up the Texans for at least like the next five years. I don't and know. They like, all have no cap space. Yeah, and we gave up our draft picks, so it doesn't even matter that we're like one and six because we're not going to have a first round mm. draft pick anyway. Only source of draft picks is Deshaun if you trade him, and even then, like, <laughs> there goes your entire franchise. Don't. Yeah, exactly. this is a team that's yeah. been looking for a quarterback since two thousand and two. 
They finally got one. Yeah, and Deshaun's super cool too. Like he's kind of taking like the place like Andre uh, Johnson did, and like he's doing yeah, a lot in of the community work. That's yeah, good. and like doing like like I don't know if y'all saw like like uh, two different times he took like a bunch of kids to um do uh, like a, a shopping spree at Foot Locker, you know, some cool awesome. shit like that. Yeah. yeah. And Andre Johnson, I'm not gonna idolize you, nor am I gonna like you, but I will salute you. <laughs> he's a trooper, dude. Yeah, he does a lot. Of, he does a lot of good shit for the community. So I'm okay. yeah. Also, Deshaun's an, an HEB ambassador. So I mean, he really is Texan, bro. <laughs> is he is he from Texas? Well, I don't know, but he's an HEB ambassador. So I mean, like, yeah. that's just straight Texas. Bro. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Kenny was part of that deal. Kenny, Kenny was on the closing. Yeah. I was yeah. the one who I was the one who approved of it. <laughs> I was the one that wrote it up. Kenny, Ken, it's Kenny's name on the checks when you look down. Really, really, it's my face on the hundred dollar <laughs> bills. Really, at the end of the day. <laughs> Um, speaking of faces on bills, what happened to um, what happened to Harry Tubman getting on the twenty? I'm gonna say I don't know. <laughs> it just kind of disappeared. I, yeah, no, because Trump probably Trump probably didn't like that one. Yeah, he said he said we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Who's like, on the who? twenty right now? Is that Jefferson? I think it's Jackson. 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 Oh yeah, the Trail of Tears guy. So yeah, so 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 Trump before it was Trump. Oh. Yeah. There's news about the twenty dollar bill. The Treasury what? Secretary said it will be delayed until twenty twenty eight. Oof. Why do why do they need that long? Stuff with like the design and stuff like that is what the Washington. Oh, uh, that makes sense. I I feel like because like yeah, okay security in it and stuff like that. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know, man. Or they just need time to come up with another reason that it can't happen. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know how money printing works, but like since, you know, money is like the foundation of a lot of things we do, I'm sure they they want to make sure everything goes right. They don't want to fuck up our literal currency just to put Harriet something on, which is understandable. Like, oh, wait, never mind. Wall began manufacturing the stamps in 2017 for like the design. No, no, no. Trump took office, the, the people refused to commit to the administration's, Obama's administration's plan to put something on a $20 bill. I think it's like a oh, so, so they scrapped it. Okay. Well, anything Obama did, Trump does not want to do. So, of course, <laughs> of course. yeah, that, that's that scene or can't. I saw Obama hit a three pointer shot last night. <laughs> oh, bro, I saw that shit too. He did it left handed too. <laughs> Wait, no, I think he's left handed. Oh, he's I left-handed. think he's left. Yeah, I think he's left. Oh, okay. So, so we're not, we're not gonna shoot him any extra bail. Okay, okay. He thought he shot with his off hand or something. Yeah, I was like, bro, what the fuck? How is he that clean with it? Just he was flexing like, on him. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh my god. I, he dropped it. He's like, that's what I do. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why you're the president. I'm like, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I wonder what I wonder what would happen if Trump had a basketball game against Obama. You get mobs. Yeah. No, well, 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 we've we've seen what happens when he boxes, right? Y'all seen that picture of him? Like that no. Photoshop picture of his face on like a on, on Stallone's body? Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. No, nah, y- y'all gotta, gotta look it up. It's really funny. Wait, okay, so real quick, because we kind of went away from this topic, but I feel like it's kind of interesting. They, Jump back in it. The, the accountability topic. I feel like this is a maybe this is exhausting. This is dead. There's nothing else to say about this. Jump back but in. But I want to hear I want to hear everybody else's opinion on this accountability thing. Because I thought it was an interesting topic. Meg the Stallion going to a clubs, like, why is she doing that? Uh, yeah. Okay, hold on. Y'all gonna hit me again, and it, it might seem like I'm just gonna 
be hating on women, but I'm sorry, I'm not. No, I'm not. Dude, just say it. We'll, we'll form our opinions ourselves. You go. I'm not. So the thing is, damn. <laughs> I, I said, I said, I'm not, and he said, we're gonna form our opinions ourselves. So, <laughs> hey, bro, no, said, hey, listen, I'm being honest. If you say some fucked up shit, I'm gonna say he's fucked up. <laughs> no, nah, so the, but the thing, look, look, look. I was when when Cardi B first came out, I was like, okay, I've, I've heard about her. You know, I've, I've known, I've, I've knew Cardi B before she was Cardi B. Yeah. And I was like, I'm all for it. You know, this is a woman who is breaking barriers for Latina women and for sex workers. And I was like, I love this. I love this. You know, I saw her do photo shoots for like Vogue and stuff like that. Maybe not Vogue, but for whatever, whatever thing she did. And I was like, this is great. I absolutely love her. You know, and then stuff comes about, you know, she's talking about how she's all like, she's all like, Offset can't beat me because I'm the one that punches him. And I'm all like, oh, whoa, 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 Wait, what's going on? What are you talking about? <laughs> then she then she talks about how she used to drug men and rob them. Like, whoa, hold on. A lot of things I can look back on your past and say, okay, you know, you might have done some messed up things, but when you're in messed up situations, you have to do some messed up things. So I understand. But you keep saying these things, right? But now all of a sudden, she's the champion for female empowerment because of WAP but we want to push back and forget about all the other things she said. It's cool. She can be the champion for it, but can we at least go back and say, can you address this? Can you talk about this? Can you go back on certain things? Can you show that you've grown to us? But no. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to say something. And he's about to flame me. Kimmy's like, you're a no, woman. No, I'm not, no, 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 dude. That's not, I wasn't going to flame you on that uh, part. Because like, for the most part, I agree. Yeah, yeah if anyone no, else, somebody else. Somebody else hop in there. Austin's Bill pulling his energy. Yeah, Austin, no. Austin's like, Austin, let me think. Let me think. I'm let just think. thinking about. Well, it's just like there's also like I don't know. A lot of people have done a lot of fucked up shit. So that's. I mean, this is kind of like. Can we really say anyone is better than anyone else? Like, we cannot, sir. So then it's like, I don't know. Man. I've never. I mean, I've never drawn. Okay, wait. No, we definitely can. We definitely can say people are better than other people. But the question is, are people's potentials to be bad better than anybody else? Everybody has the same okay. potential to be bad. And that's what's equal, which is why I, I don't think I, I kind of I just I strongly disagree with the last part you said, where it's like, show us that you've changed, because I feel like there are a lot of things people do mm. that they're not proud of, but they can show how the, they can show they change through how they move. And I feel like if as long as Cardi B hasn't been shown, to like still drug people and oh, still no, yeah, scam yeah. people, like I feel like that in itself is enough proof because like what will end up happening is like you have these people who be like, oh, so-and-so said this or did this, like go into your notes app and write an apology. And like, if we like you mm-hmm. enough, it's not even if it's a relative written apology. It's just, if we like you enough, we'll forgive you. And it's like, you can never win. And mm-hmm. so I, I really feel like, I don't know. I, I, no, 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 and 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 no, I'm actually, I'm actually agree with you. Like, 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 like when, yeah. I, when I when I when I said show us that you changed, I meant like go into the communities that you did oh. bad to, and you know, like, like work like it try out. Try to make amends. Yeah, because I'm I'm not the person that's gonna be like, man, just say something. If you just say something, I yeah. don't care. You can say whatever right. you want. Your publicist wrote that. You didn't do it. True. Bro, but when, when they don't write, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to derail this real quick. No, go go. Have, have you guys seen the the whole drama with uh, the, uh what is it? Like Lana Del Rey, uh, when she was in Mexico. 
no, when she was making those comments about Meg Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, Beyonce. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And she was like, these are women that are able to talk about having sex and stuff and people love it. But when I talk about like relationship problems and like abuse and stuff like that, I get shit on. Mm. And she like she definitely threw like racial undertones in there. Mm. And like she wrote her own apology, which wasn't really an apology. (laughs) It just like she didn't really have to. And it just made things way worse. Yeah. I just remind me, like, go go back to the original point. You're talking about uh, Cardi B. I just thought this whole thing. No, it's it's just I I, I wish she would you know I just, I don't know I I want I want to support her because I mean she's obviously done a lot of great things right um and 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 notice that I'm saying the word support not follow or like her but yeah I I do I do need to see some some I need to see the growth I need to see the change yeah I think I think you can appreciate someone's art and like, like their music or like, like what they do without actually liking the person and what they do. I mean, like you don't have to yes. support them as a person, but like, you'd be like, Oh, well, this is a banger, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. And, 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 but that doesn't mean we're saying you can't separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Cause, because if, if you play some R Kelly, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no. And it's true. Cause I mean, that's why, why are you playing R Kelly? Yeah, no. but what if it's a banger, dude? I mean, I no. know it's an arcade. Yeah, yeah, that one. No, 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 no. That's no, why no. I made it. Hey, hey, that's why I listen to the remixes though. Like the covers, like the William Sinch cover to that song is so No, good, no, it's bro. it's because may, maybe, maybe I maybe Kenny bounce, bounce, all of y'all should be with me on this one. Because all of y'all should be with me on this. Cause this this I mean, I don't I don't I don't mean to put my thing on someone else, but I'm a I'm a musical dude. I like listening to me. I like follow. I like looking at the news about music. I like going into depth about these people's lives and what they went through to create this kind of music. So when I think about that, I start thinking that R. Kelly made this music under certain circumstances that I do not agree with. Oh, yeah, I like, didn't think about it that way. Think about all the fucked up shit. Like a lot of like, if you really dug through someone's entire past, like you'll find fucked up shit. Because I mean, everyone's like fucked up, like but, at least once. Yeah, but there's a I, way. I there's say, a way to do say, it. But I will say though, like I think Ivan has a point. At least, like I don't know if this is the point you're trying to make, but like this is the point that really came through to me. Is like the difference between a lot of artists and R. Kelly, or maybe not some artists, but the difference is like when R. Kelly talks about a lot of these songs, you go into it thinking like, oh yeah, like he. In the case of R. Kelly, he's talking about a, like a woman that's of age that he's not chaining in his basement. And it's like when he's making these songs, like, what is he really thinking? Like, what was the message he was trying to convey, but he didn't speak out versus like a lot of different artists. Like when they make their songs, it's like they did fucked up. Like Chris Brown, when he beat Rihanna, like that was fucked up. But he didn't really have a song that was like ambiguous enough to be like, was he talking about that? It's always just like he he kept those two things separate. Whereas like R. Kelly's case is so like weird. It's like you listen to his song, like, man, was he like writing this like about some girl that he was seeing or some shit that was underage? That makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, every time I listen to is that the point you were trying yeah. to make? Yeah, yeah. Along those lines. But even even then I don't I don't know if I'd I'd co-opt a a, a, a listen to Chris Brown. Just because I, it, it hurts me because Chris Brown makes some of Chris Brown makes the music I want to hear. He has, he has, he has the runs. He has the R and B, whatever it is. I don't know. He just has it. You know, he has it. He's, he's talented. He's, he's just naturally talented. He's one of the most talented people on this planet. But ever since that happened, I don't know, man. I, I just, I just don't want to support someone that, um, whose antics I don't agree with. Because I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, he, he, he punched Rihanna. He beat her up. He, he's been constantly just, I don't. know. He's been like following her. It's weird. It's weird. I don't, I don't want to speak for Rihanna. 
because I know I, I know she listens to his music and I think they're cool now to an extent. So maybe that should be enough to say, okay, you know, people are past it. It happened. Let's keep going. But I mean, just uh, Karuchi Tran has a restraining order out on him. Um, he one time I remember he got a he got like an anklet. I was almost mm-hmm. to say anklet bracelet, but an anklet that was uh, what is it called? It was like a, it was like a, like, it was like an ankle monitor to make light of the situation. I'm just like, dude, like, 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 I know if I click on the stream, you're going to get 0.0001 cent of it. And I don't want it for you doing this. Like, that's just too much. You're doing too much for me. Yeah. I agree. They should be like removed from like positions of power, like as like a, you know, like an executive or anything. Well, like as an artist and like, I mean, they shouldn't like be able to have power over people and like Mm -hmm. make money off of that. But like, I don't know, like can they still like like they're still a person you know like they mm. can't just be like all right well this no. person is trash now like no one should like this person or else you're trash too and it's like well fuck and and, and, yeah. it's, and it's hard because <laughs> yeah it's hard because like at the end of the day these people have family that depend on them yeah like so. like like as much as i want to hurt maybe chris brown's pockets or just not contribute to it i would hate for his daughter to not be able to like you know uh-oh Ethical dilemma, right? Right. Philosophy major. Yeah, and and I want to go back, and I want to go back to a point about Austin saying that everyone does fucked up shit. Because I think I think if you do fucked up shit, there's a way. There's a way to do it. There's there's a way to there's a way to to be an <laughs> there's artist. A way to get away with it. <laughs> no, he. I, I totally agree with that. No, because yeah. okay, let, let me let me let me let me. My, one of my favorite artists, Freddie Gibbs, amazing rapper. I love him for his technical ability. I love him for his brutal honesty. Um, Thuggin, 2011, it came out. One of my favorite albums. One of my favorite songs off of my favorite album, Pinata. My album of the decade last year. Anyways, what he says is, let me look up these lyrics so I get them right. Predicate felons in my faculty, real killers can vouch for me. Teach a crib at the crib or your children might cop an ounce from me and smoke out in the Chevy with us. Because in the past, my low-class black ass would serve my own fucking family members. I hate to say it, Ain't no need to be discreet. If she don't cop for me, she get it from the brother up the street. Cause he thugging. And yo, she'd probably suck his bleep for it. Dang. Damn. And that and that Damn. that to me is a way, because I mean, you know, he was selling crack to his own family members, but why'd he do it? Because if not, she's gonna be out there doing something else to get it. And you know, and he's talking about it in a way that it's not glorifying. He's like, this is what happens every day in the streets of Gary, Indiana. It's almost like a cry for help to me. And I, I mean, a lot of I times, it. yeah. I mean, what do you think about that, Kenny? Because that's also like the same thing as like, you know, I mean, just like an engineer, like going to work for Raytheon and like making fucking missiles to like kill brown people in the Middle East. You know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, like, we, we got into it, man. We got into I, it. I like it. I like well, it. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like, well, so if I don't do it, someone else will, you know, it's like, what's, what's the like what's the argument there you know i mean i think the argue i think the argument here is just it's just i think it's basic logic like if you have two outcomes and you can measure one outcome as being more evil than the other outcome you're trying to minimize the damage by just i know this is fucked but it's by definition it's the more good thing to do because it's less fucked like if you if you're in that situation where it's like shit like either I have to sell drugs to like my mom or my aunt or my sister, or she's going to go down the street to this dude who's like a sexual assault or like abuser. Like, yeah, I'm going to sell drugs to my family member. Cause if I don't, she's going to get like sexually assaulted and like be on drugs. And that's not like something I'm trying to do. And it's like, I feel like this is one of the things that a lot of people who don't 
think about these issues, like see, uh, especially when it comes to like things in the black community, how they're like, why don't black people just pull themselves up or why don't they just do better? <laughs> it's like, it's just like a lot of times, dude, like it's not that simple. Like, yeah, there, like you could tell somebody like, just do the right thing forehead. But like a lot of times it's not that simple. Like a lot of times people are in these systems that are already like perpetuated and there's no, like you just find yourself in these situations. It's not like you put them there. It's like, you're just, you're just, shit. I'm a, I'm a teenager who can like think now. And like, I understand like, this is the position I'm in. Like I can't do much. And it's, I feel like it's the same thing in this example you said, like with missiles and everything, uh, even though like there, we can use political will and activism to kind of try and like make sure that shit doesn't happen. I mean, a lot of our leaders inherit these problems. Like as people grow up and go through the system, it's like, shit, I used to work for the guy that wrote the laws and now I'm the guy that's writing the laws. And like, I have to appeal to all these different sides. And it's like, how can I minimize the amount of damage that happens in the world? And, and that, I mean, that, I, I feel that, like, under, yeah, go ahead. Well, I want to piggyback on something else you said on the, on the bit about just uh, basically systemic racism. Right. Um, that's why I, I don't understand people who acknowledge mental health but can't acknowledge systemic racism because it's the same thing. You can't just be like, ah, smile. You can't just say, oh, feel better. You, the same way you can't just look at someone who is in the system and be like, just do better, bro. Just, just do work better. harder. Yeah, just work harder. You're putting in 40 hours? Yeah, you're putting in 40 hours and it's not enough? Shoot, put in 60. Bro, nah, that ain't it. Bro, hustler mindset. Yeah, I mean, like that's it sucks i mean like i don't know dude it's just it, it's the system perpetuates it you know? it's because it's because like, it's because we say the phrase lesser of two evils but people don't really expect two evils honestly yeah. that's true yeah people expect there to be an evil option the obviously good option but yeah. like there's like i don't know that's like such a weird perception i mean it's not weird i just i feel like that's an immature view of life to think that like every situation is going to be like you have this scale of like green good red bad and like your options in life are always green good or red it's like it's not like sometimes you have like orange to like red and it's like okay i'm going to do the orange thing but i'm not going to like it or sometimes like you might get lucky and it's like you get like the yellow thing and the green thing and it's like i'll just pick the green thing you know yeah. it's like there's a scale to it it's not always like obvious life is, life is life is unfair yeah it's life is unfair but I look at look. I told y'all to to crack jokes and make this a happy little podcast. Look at bro, we're just we're just we're just talking about the issues. We can't we come back to it. We're just like we're just that's our minds. Bad depression. <laughs> <laughs> bro, but I think I think if we're I think it's relatable, right? Yeah, Is it really yeah. audience. Let me ask yeah. the audience. <laughs> like, we 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 all been in quarantine too long, man. Yeah. How much longer y'all think people can can stay inside? I think we've already passed. How much yeah. longer do y'all think people can fake staying inside? <laughs> I think a lot of people like started for, to forget about it, and then Trump got COVID, and it kind of like came back into like the forefront. Um, I don't know. I think I mean things aren't going to be actually back to normal until like there's a vaccine or something like that. But I don't know. It's kind of sucks. I think- it was crazy because yesterday we had a, I think a hundred thousand or a hundred thousand new cases yesterday, which is like a record. I think yeah, the other day, yeah. I think it was Friday that we had the the record of the most newest cases it's in like, a day. Shit, man, I don't know. This thing is gonna stay. I feel like well into twenty twenty one, it's going because people at this point have 
accepted and this is the crazy part for me is that americans really try to like they claim that they value freedom and everything but it's like we've thrown away our freedom to the future by just accepting that this is how life is and like we instead of like fighting the virus people would rather fight the government and fight liberals but it's like bro we this is a moment where we should have stood together and fought the virus so that we could have gone back to fighting each other after this was over (laughs) but like no they didn't even want to pause for two seconds like this kind of almost makes me feel like if we had an alien invasion, I was, I was about to get into yeah, that. Dude, like, we literally, yeah, we, we'd still <laughs> kill each other. We wouldn't even kill like the the main enemy. Hopefully, we wouldn't kill the main enemy either because I fucking yeah. I think aliens are great. But like, <laughs> but yeah, but but if so, they were coming out as foul, they'd be like, <laughs> someone oh, would yeah. be like, 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 yo, I'm about to go shoot Joe Biden just and just blame <laughs> it on the aliens instead. Blame <laughs> it on Glorious morning. Yeah, that's, I didn't do that shit. Uh, <laughs> Like, jeez, bro, come on. How, how united are we, man? How united are we? What, just, what do you what, what do you think? How much longer do you think this all is gonna last before it, it like smooths out? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I think I think it's gonna be the next summer, and we're still gonna be living through it. Yeah, I, just, I could definitely do that. Yeah, I, I, I don't. That too. I don't know, man. I just don't. And I mean, there's. With the vaccine, you know, who knows how effective it's going to be. I'm, I'm, ask Megan the selling, you know, don't ask me. But, <laughs> but yeah, just who knows how effective. And I mean, who knows how that first, um, how the first round of vaccines are going to be. And, you know, especially with anti vaxxers, let's we'll see how that is. Yeah. I know that that was a thing still. Oh my God. That's Bro. like, oh, no, dude, no, 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 no. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it? Hold on. But yes. I, I understand why some people are anti vaxxers. I, I I know it's weird. I know it's weird. I know it's weird. I know. It's, I, know. No, I, I know. I, I understand. Especially like, I like, like underprivileged people, the yeah. black community, especially because with, with what they did with the Tuskegee experiments, was, was that, was that, that yeah. that's yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, no, 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 not, not, not the, yeah. not the airmen, not the airmen, the, the, the one where they were, where the CDC. The syphilis? Yeah. The syphilis one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so I understand why they would be like, why would I take a vaccine the government gave me last time? Last time it gave me syphilis. Yeah. Why would I do it? Right. And yeah. so I understand. And it's like funnily enough, like <laughs> they're like skipping like a lot of clinical trials they usually do the vaccines. Like, are they? Yeah. They yeah. Are. Well, that's like the whole um like turbo. What does he call it? Trump? Like the turbo vaccine? Turbo Trump? No, he he has some stupid name for it anyway. So it's like. <laughs> They're like bypassing a lot of like the human trials that would usually be done, like with the vaccine and stuff like that. So it's like, funnily, funnily enough, like this vaccine could possibly like fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> I, was think, like, uh, um, I was I was recently reading Patenting the Sun. It's about um, uh, polio. You know, I I didn't realize how crazy polio was. You know, I didn't realize what's his face is in a wheelchair. The president, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter's in it. FDR is in a wheelchair. Was in a wheelchair because of polio. And when they were doing some of the first, like, like when they unpacked some of the first vaccines to go out, what actually ended up happening is a whole bunch of those kids ended up getting polio and dying or becoming like, um, what is it? Uh, What is it? What is it? they, they can't move their limbs. Uh, whatever that means. Uh, quadriplegic. quadriplegic. Or quadriplegic. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, just sure. well, quadriplegic, quadriplegic is quadriplegic is all, all four limbs. All four. Uh, Paraplegia is just at least some. Oh, okay. And so they ended up actually getting polio and doing like that. So yeah, I, I just they need to do it right, man. They need to do it right. Yeah, it's hard. It's just like the I I don't know. I feel like 
the average, and not even feel this is true, like the way that the FDA and everything, like the way they approve drugs and new like treatments and stuff and therapies, like that shit takes decades, bro. So the fact that they can do this like so quickly is definitely like, I'm not against it. I think they should be doing it quickly. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to like put pedal to the metal, but I think people need, I think, okay, I don't mean to go off to too far of a science rant, but I think people need to, like the average American needs to understand what science is and how it works because they do not. They listen to Dr. Fauci say that masks don't help. And then they see him say that they do help two months later. And they're like, he lied, he lied. And it's like, he didn't lie. You have to understand that like medical professionals need masks and we weren't too certain of the rate that masks would prevent transmission. So he's going to do the same thing and say, hey, don't buy out the masks because medical professionals need them. But until we have conclusive data that shows they help, then you can buy them. And that's exactly what he did. He waited until there was data. But people point to Dr. Fauci and like he lied. The science, where was the science? It's like science isn't God, dude. Like it changes. Like if you, if a scientist doesn't change his opinion over time, yeah, you should trust it. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was just no, you're gonna good. say like they love like to um just to attach to that one thing he said, but like like but right now he's saying wear a mask, <laughs> but yeah. they're like no no no, but before he said this, so this is what he actually this is the real thing, and what he's saying now is just a liberal lie now. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like with the vaccine, what I can already see happening is the vaccine is gonna end up like hurting some people and people are going to be like oh they planted shit in the vaccine to like population control or like they were testing yeah. us and like they're going to find some conspiracy and it's going to be like dude no it's like you have to understand these guys are working on like a crunch schedule like mm-hmm. they're not used to this and if bad things happen it's not because they wanted it to it's because it, they didn't anticipate it to. like i don't know why you think they would want to profit off of people like literally getting hurt when it'd be much better for them to just get an actual virus and end the whole thing like it's like the same art. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm out of loop for this. Cause I know a lot of people buy into this, but it's like the argument that like they have the cure to cancer. They just don't give it. Cause they oh, yeah. lose money. I don't buy that. Like, I don't either, but don't some people seem to buy that. I think it's the same like nature. I think people just think science is the greatest thing. And they're like, why can't they just do anything? Why can't they literally like put cancer in a needle and inject it? And it kills the cancer forehead. And it's like, well, what? go dunk yeah. a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it always comes back to coronavirus we really are just like just that's the environment bro our 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 art which is this talking thing is imitating life it's crazy (laughs) the virus has not only affected the physiology of human beings but also the consciousness of humanity (laughs) but uh, you're still calling it the china virus i do have something to say to you you're dumb fuck. Yo, did y'all see the new Borat? Nobody. Oh my. Him. So did that man really try to have sex with a 15-year-old? Yeah. I mean Oh my god. I would what? I mean, he thought like she's the actor is actually like 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I know, but he was wasn't he like of the knowledge that she was 15? I'm not sure about that, but like he was definitely trying to get his like he was trying to get it in, but like I don't know, like it was like a compromising position, right? And so like Sasha Baron Cohen like had to cut it off short, so like you can never say like, oh, this is what he would have done. Oh, okay. But I mean, like he took the girl. Wait, to what? what? I'm so confused. Hold on. What? You have so, to like watch the movie, dude. Like you can see the whole scene. But, yeah, um, I haven't seen the scene, but essentially what came out on Twitter, I think it was uh, two days before the movie came out, was that um, somehow he was able to schedule Rudy Giuliani to have an interview with a interviewer and in, like a was it was, like in a hotel room, right? 
Yeah. And um, I think he was of the knowledge that she was 15, but she was actually just a 24-year-old paid actress. Oh, okay. And I, I don't know what happened, but at the end, there was a Twitter photo in which he's lying on his back, like unbuttoning his pants, you know, getting ready to do something unspeakable. Yeah. Well, they're saying. Oh wait, like, so he? Okay, so there's. Is this like some kind of to catch a predator type shit? Like okay, he thought, like he thought she was 15. He didn't know she was 24. I don't hold think on, they intended on, for that to happen. There's, there's. Yeah, go on, because Austin actually saw. It, so go ahead. I just want to say there's spoilers ahead. So. Okay, like, I, I don't maybe, care. It, I mean, oh, wait, I'm saying like sporad spoilers. Well, it's like that's the whole part of the movie. Like, that's the ending of the movie is the whole Rudy Giuliani thing. So if you don't want to spoil it, like don't listen. Right, okay. but, um. Anyway, so yeah, they got like a like they got an interview with him. So he thinks it's just like an interview for like some Patriot news channel. And she's like a new reporter and like she's just like acting all nervous. So the, the idea is she needs this like she wants to like become uh, Rudy Giuliani's wife to make Kazakhstan look good again. You know, like Princess Melania. <laughs> and um, so she's there and she's like like flirting with him. And like so they go to the bedroom after the interview and like the really Giuliani says like, oh, he was just like tucking his shirt in or whatever. And like she was helping him take his mic out or whatever, you know. But like, I mean, like it was obvious, like he was trying to have sex with this woman. I don't know if he knew he was she was 15 or not. Like, I don't know if that was like. Yeah, but I was just confused. Like, is this a part of the like, plot of the movie or is this like a yes. scandal? It's oh, part oh, of the plot of the movie. She's oh, trying okay. to, she's trying to become his wife. Like she wants to be caged by him. Like it's it's a whole Okay, I thought people were saying Sasha, like, uh, whatever his fucking face is. Uh, I thought they were saying, like, he was, like, getting ousted for being, like, okay. Because no. you no. said something, like, something came out on Twitter of him being, like, like was there drama around this? or what? No, no, that, no, that was Rudy Giuliani being on. Yeah. Oh. So Rudy was trying to say, like, oh, I wasn't fooled. Like, I knew it was a prank the whole time or whatever. But, like, it was obvious that, like, he oh. was trying to have sex with him. Like, so before it came out, he was, like, posting this stuff, like, to try to cover his ass. And when you see the movie, it's like, oh yeah, he's obviously like trying to have sex. With so Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani was trying to have sex with this person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not Sasha, not Sasha. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, okay. they, I, it, I, could, I it. it couldn't go on because obviously, like, that would be like a whole like legal situation for this like random actress. So like, Sasha came in and was like, no, take my anus instead. <laughs> like I'm, yeah, I'm much tighter than her. So like, was it not? It, so are, like the way Borat movies are written, like I'm sure like his part's scripted, but everything else is not scripted because I've seen number one, right? And like whenever he goes like the rodeo, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like it's like scripted, but like they get themselves into these crazy situations, and that's not scripted. Like they're really good. Like he, like Sasha Baron Cohen, like he has like an ex Secret Service, like as his bodyguards. Like they do like a lot of like infiltrating and shit and like i don't know like they're shit's like you, wild. yeah you can watch interviews with him I don't, I don't know if you saw the he also did a series called this is america or something like that mm. and like um oh with the, the one that recently kind of went a little viral yeah and I like so like for example there's like this georgian senator like house representative or something and he got him to like to like say a bunch of racist shit you know and like acting like he was like a idf yeah, you remember that? And like he was like got him to like jump around with his pants down, like trying to scare the people away with like being gay or something. He was like, like that. You're he's like the terrorists are t- deeply afraid of you <laughs> yeah. saying like this shit. Exactly. And so he, like he says some like racist didn't he say like the N-word or something like that? Yeah, he yelled it. Like that's how you scare people away or something like that. And like this is a bunch of racist. Like it's like 
they're like infiltrating and like making it seem like it's something else and like obviously sasha is scripted but like he's trying to get this person to like do like shit like that's like i don't know just like compromising like I guess. yeah did he get reelected? He probably got reelected anyway. No, he like resigned like right after. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, he probably uh, can never show his face again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. We all have skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. it's so crazy. How do you not understand that? That's like. Yeah. Oh my god, you have to be so incompetent. It's, it's, we we were we were talking to um Roy May yesterday, and the man was talking about like the most important thing he learned was humility. I think it kind of ties back to that because, you know, or not yesterday, last week. I about to say, I mean, yeah, this was last week. I yeah, yeah, because, I mean, um, the man basically thinks, you know, people think they're God and they can do whatever. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's not I that mean, deep, but I'm just trying to do a callback to a previous episode to get people to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's, like, an important point, like, yeah work hard like you need to work hard to get to like a successful like point in life but like there's also a lot of luck involved and like everyone's working hard it's like luck <laughs> i'm writing a research i'm doing research on moral luck oh. okay just keep going i'm sorry no i, I mean yeah. that was pretty much it it's just like like yeah like you did work hard and you did get to this position but like everyone else is working hard too so it's like it's not like you're just like, oh, well, I just worked harder than them. It's like, no, like you yeah. got some luck and even, involved. And like, even then, you're not you're not working harder than some people. The people yeah. that are working, people that are working two jobs, eighty five hours a week, you're not working exactly. Harder than See, then that's in in the in my readings, that's called like const, uh, constitute constitutive luck. How like the things you do, like the actions you do and stuff, like there there are like small little bits and pieces of luck that come along with that stuff. Like your situations that come, like it's not completely merited. Like some people are just like, oh yeah, if that if that dude didn't walk into that room at that time, like I would have never sealed that deal with him because, you know, he was the one that sealed the deal. And so it's like, people don't realize those little things add up and like eventually you get to be a successful person after enough of them do. But like you have to be lucky enough to have them. And the story, like hard work, like, to, a, to an extent, like, hard work makes it easier to come across that, but I don't know. I feel like the defining factor between, like, actually making it and not making it is usually luck. Yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, I agree. It's just, like, so, like, when you get find yourself in that position, you should be, like, humble and be, like, oh, like, you know, I didn't get here just because I'm totally better than everyone else. Like, yeah, you worked hard, but, like, so is everyone else, you know? So, like, you just have to think about that and humble yourself. In, in the words of Benny the Butcher... It's time to make the next. It's time to make the millions and help the next man up. Yeah, yep. for sure. Uh, and they also did um, they did like a study in psychology on people who, uh, they wanted to see like the perceptions of perce- uh, successful people and how other people viewed successful people, and they told one person to um, to tell everybody that their success was based off their hard work. Uh, and so like, I don't know, I don't know what their success was necessarily. I think it was like, they made like a lot of money and they're like, oh yeah, like I, I used to be like from a low income area. And so I worked hard and like all this money I have is like from my hard work. And then they had somebody else who like had a similar scenario, but instead of saying their hard work, they're like, yeah, honestly, I just tried my best and I got lucky. And they found that the, per- the, the leaders who typically said they got lucky and did a good job were much more like receptive to the people than people who are like i worked hard to get here like people like people who say that luck is the big reason for why they're successful versus just saying like yeah i i was the one that like worked hard to get here even if it's true they're like even if the person did work hard it's like people just it's yeah. humble to say it's luck 
which is why we need outside to open back up so I can be in the right places at the right time to buck these deals to get us. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Honestly, I'm just probably going to go to North End anyway, though. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Don't, please don't do that. Do not do that. So, um, oh, God. I was curious, Kenny, like, what is moral luck? Like, what's, your, what's your thesis statement? What is moral luck? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I might be wrong about this because I haven't, I haven't really gotten to the meat and potatoes of the, like the research, but I've done yeah, like yeah. right light reading. I've written a little bit. So like from my understanding, you have like different kinds of moral luck, right? So like if you're looking at things through like a uh, epistemological perspective, which basically means like epistemology is the study of knowledge and like what you know. And when you look at the universe through this lens, like moral luck most certainly does exist because like you can't account for every factor in the universe. So like when you encounter things, it seems like these things happen like randomly. And like, that's kind of what luck is. Like I go outside and like, I don't know, the car runs over a rock and it flings and hits my knee. And I'm like, God, that was so random. Like I'm so unlucky. Or like you'll walk and you'll find $20 on the ground. You'd be like, wow, that's like so lucky. Um, and that's like the null because like you see it, you're like, I don't know anything else other than my situation. So it's luck. But if we look at it from a more like uh, physical and deterministic sense, like moral luck is kind of just like the universe coming into effect. Like every cause has an effect and every effect has a cause. And so like everything is like connected and almost predetermined. This, this is my opinion. This is not like correct or anything. But this is what I feel is true. And so there's a principle called the control principle in ethics and what the control principle basically states is that we are morally responsible for anything that we have control over so if i'm driving in a car and i hit somebody i am only morally responsible for the parts that i had control over which was me driving and hitting somebody but it gets interesting because it's like if i am let's say i'm going to work in the morning and i see a car that's like swerving through all the cars right and like my car is going to block him from making it to the next intersection. And so I can either move or not move. And so I decide to move because I don't want to block the guy. And so he keeps going, he makes a pass and he gets to the location. And it ends up being that that guy was like a serial killer and he killed somebody and you just let him get away. But you didn't know. And, but like, you're not morally responsible for it because you had no control over that. You only had control over getting out the way and you didn't really know. But I mean, if, if you, if you look deeper into like scenarios like this, like, the, the control principle kind of falls apart because like every action isn't necessarily like your fault. Like it's a downstream of actions that happened previously. So like, let's take the perspective of the guy who actually like killed people, which is, this is going to sound really horrid. Mind you, philosophy is not always the most nicest sounding thing in the world, but just for, all, just for the example, the person who was serial killed, right? He killed somebody obviously wrong. That was his action. But what led him to kill that person? We could say, for example, he had a bad upbringing. He had no control over that upbringing. It made him into a sociopath. He ended up wanting mm -hmm. to kill people. Why was he upbrought in that kind of situation? Well, economic problems that the government didn't take care of. And now you have these group of people that are having children that can't take of them properly. So now you're going to naturally have more criminals and people that are going to do things like this. Or to get the to a more micro level and outside the societal level, uh, inside of somebody's brain, their brain chemistry might just be in a way that like you have no control over that. You don't control like when serotonin, dopamine or any of these other chemicals get like released in your head. And so this person might've just been subjected to like the biology of his brain. And like he ended up committing those atrocities. Now in normal society, we wouldn't take that as an excuse. We'd be like, you have control of your actions. Mm -hmm. But if we look at it from like a chemistry or like anatomy perspective, it's like, 
nobody can control how their brain works. Nobody can control, like nobody has control over like their personality or things like this. You can like to think you do, but like when people change like personality wise, it's because there was something that affected them to change that way. And if people are wrong in the head and want to do something wrong, it's oftentimes because there was nothing that stopped them from like falling into that line. And so really at the end of the day, moral luck comes down to like being at the right place at the right time or the wrong place at the wrong time. But it's, and, and, and this is kind of like a little like woo, but I like looking at the <laughs> universe in this way, but it's yeah. kind of like the u- people living in our conscious experience is the universe experiencing itself. And when things mm-hmm. happen, it's just literally the universe unfolding. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a mathematical equation that like writes itself. It doesn't like randomly happen. It's like the parts of the equation before the equal sign is already there. We're just waiting to see what the equal sign is and waiting to see what the equal sign is. is just time, right? Because we experience time like literally like, you go through time that way but the universe in reality doesn't seem time that way like the universe is just the universe it just is and so i don't know oh no yeah everything is interconnected in like a fucking web and it's just like your actions like propagate throughout the fucking web and like you never know like what you do will change but like it's kind of interesting because it's like what are your actions like what things do you do that are you I mean, you can, I can attribute, like, I can, I can define, like, a set of, like, matter in the universe as you, so, like, Austin, the guy that's sitting in the chair, like, this set of, like, I don't know, like, carbon, like, this carbon being known as Austin, you know, is an acting in action. Okay, that's fair. That's a very scientific way to look at it. But, like, what influenced Austin to behave in the way that he does, you know, like, you're not you're not separate from like science of the universe you're also an object of the universe that like takes in like causes and releases effects so it's like what you know and that's like the foundation of like a lot of different like psychology sociology it's like it's not random like you can study these things and figure out how, how they work that uh it just reminds me of a, a class i have i'm taking i'm taking a introduction to culture studies class mm-hmm. and uh we're doing a little bit of Stuart hall reading I don't know if you guys ever encountered Stuart Hall. Maybe you heard Sounds of him. familiar. Yeah, cultural cool. studies. Uh, I feel like Kenny probably ran into him somewhere. Yeah, but eventually it came down to like the professor did a really good job of just breaking it down. And it all came down to like, who are you? Like, are you really who you think you are? Or are you just made up of like other people's? Oh, we lost. We lost you lost Austin. Yeah. He's like, what? He's like, like, who am I? So he left. <laughs> No, keep going what you're saying no, but, but yeah, it's, it's like are you is there really like a you are you what other people make you out to be are you an image that you're portraying to someone else like who really are you and that just that question just had me thinking for a couple of days i was like damn i don't really know who i am that's crazy and it's I, I, almost I think, like yeah i think okay. part of the answer is because there's multiple me's but yeah go ahead i mean i i feel like the problem of identity and like i've been thinking about this a lot recently and i feel like this is the conclusion I'm coming to the problem of identity always exists because human beings have a problem of categorizing and the universe is not categorizable like i mean it is through like human conventions right like i can call things cars like yeah. uh, four wheels metal frame like that's a car or like i yeah. can say you know this is rainy weather but like that's such a macro scale that like we can do that but when you look at the universe like for what it is at this tiny level like even animal classifications like shit if i say like 
oh yeah okay that's a german shepherd dog it's like okay that's a german shepherd dog from like the south which differs heavily from a german shepherd dog that was raised in the north like yes we're categorizing these things but that's what we do as humans in reality these things are nothing alike yeah. and like that applies to yourself like you can try to categorize your personality and like your behaviors and your mannerisms into like what is you but like at the end of the day like you're just fragmented you're ch- constantly changing and like there's nothing and trying i feel like the more we try and like i feel like this is something a lot of people struggle with this is something i struggle with it's like the more i try to like reel in and try to find a sense of like me it's kind of like fuck i just like this thing happened and that that doesn't yeah. like you're trying to put it in there it's yeah. like what the fuck and it's like you just gotta like fuck it like the only I'm thing you kidding. really are the only like, thing you really are is a specific set of carbohydrates that's about it <laughs> i mean like i don't i wouldn't say that like i don't i think that's kind of like nihilistic in a way but i think i think we're a lot more than what we think we are mm-hmm. and i think by putting ourselves in boxes like that it, it, it really does limit the potential we have i feel like once we learn that we're like anything that's like when we will find our true value it's like, um do you think our actions are more than just like the culmination of all of our like past like is there like some like i don't know like kind of like the kantian like will like is there something deciding there or is it merely based off of your past and like all like the things coming into your environment at that moment i guess i don't know i mean that's a good question i i'm not too sure i feel like i feel like there's a lot of we don't know about science and the nature of the universe that could like totally change that because I mean, next week, if we learn that true spontaneity and true randomness exists, like, what if there is, what if scientists figure out that, like, oh, shit, like, there is randomness in the universe, like, true randomness, like, this is literally not describable by any equation or, like, things just happen. It's, like, that would kind of blow a hole in a lot of, like, the way we look at, or at least, at least like, the ter- deterministic, like, view of the mm-hmm. world. But um, so, I think for the most part, people are, like, impacted by their past like there's no severing the man from his past yeah yeah but. i agree and um we'll, pro- we'll probably end on that because we, we've been we've been going for a while yeah, we have been so uh yeah this is another episode of uh the podcast formerly <laughs> known as tamu discussions yo we gotta figure out a name for that bro. yeah <laughs> what's wrong uh, with former tamu discussions bro? <laughs> <laughs> bro we're just former bro. yeah former. the podcast formerly known as tamu discussions my name is Ivan Medina. Uh, today, oh. Yeah, today I, I we have was... today we have. Well, you know, y'all know these guys. Ring off, y'all. Kenny Siler, Austin Dickens, Raghav Suresh. We've had a good time. Um, Kenny dropped the dropped a little knowledge, and we'll we'll, we'll head on a out. Knowledge, real quick. Today, for today's knowledge, make sure you guys are going out in the universe and experiencing as much as you can. Keep an open mind. Drink that water. And make sure to check up on your friends and family, and just relax. Have a great weekend. And we're out. Talk to y'all later.